Welcome to Chatterbox Stories. An audio theater for your mind. Join us as we travel from the streets of Pompeii to the high seas. Along the way, we'll go to a barbecue. Take a trip to the shop. And hit a concert to finish it off. So sit back, get yourself a tasty beverage, and let your ears take you on a journey through time and space. Shall we begin? Chatterbox Stories Audio Theater presents The Derringers, written by Sky Crumpler and Henry Clapper, and directed by Sky Crumpler. If you go into any theater, you may see a skeleton on display hunched over, appearing to be thinking. But what may this skeleton be considering? The answer for this question lies in the distant past. Follow me as we explore the tale of Diodatus Derringer. Diodatus Derringer, out of all of his Derringer kin, harbors a mix of entitlement and wretchedness that makes him especially interesting. The year is 79 CE, and for the fifth time this week, Diodatus has woken up and immediately gone to the window to stare into his neighbor's home. Oh, Celia, how I love you. If only you saw in me what you see in that codex chadulus. But I know, I know just how to make you see. Diodatus was no stranger to talking to himself, but as he reached for the rotten fish on his counter to eat before heading to work, he had a madness that was only bolstered by his one-sided love. Yes, I sneak off to work today and go to the shut-off part of the mine. The rock there is fresh, and the pressure has to make diamonds there. Once I have one, I will be rich enough to make Celia mine. What a plan. I shall be off. Unfortunately for both of them, Celia left her own home at the same time. Hey, Celia. Damn it. Hey, Diodatus. Good morning. Good, uh, good morning to you. <laughs> yeah, it is a good morning because... <laughs> Because it's the morning, and it's good. Yep. <laughs> morning it is. Uh, right. Say, listen, I've got to go to work, but... Uh, was great catching up with you. Bye! Wait, Celia, I wanted to talk to you about... Oh, whatever. Once I get that diamond, everything's gonna change for me. Diodatus is right about few things. But he was right about one. Soon everything would change. Hello, young Diodatus. Where are you off to today in such a hurry? Out of my way, you ah! fool! Yes, as Diodatus approached the mine, he was on top of the world. Diodatus, <laughs> have you been, my friend? That is, until Chadulus stopped him. Oh. Hello, Chadulus. Did you get the invitation I had my pigeon delivered to you for my birthday party yesterday? No, no worries if not. Actually, because me and the other guys were thinking- Fabulous! I don't have time for your games right now, you vile creature, you utter- 
thing. I am on my way to win the heart of my dear Celia in that very foreclosed mine shaft, and there is naught you can do to stop me, you ape. <laughs> Another classic, Diodatus Jess. You truly are the greatest comedian in the mines, Diodatus. Do be careful if you are going to go into the foreclosed section of the mine, though, friend. After all, it's the closest to the center of the volcano. Enough words from you, buffoon! I've a diamond to mine. Diodatus, wait. Oh, well. No one knows more about what they're doing than my friend Diodatus. As Diodatus ran across the foreclosed mine, he thought not of the potential consequences of his actions. <laughs> he also thought not of the rock directly in his path. Anyway, Diodatus bounded towards his goal with increasingly diluted fervor, with no real idea what he was doing or the effects it would have on everyone he had ever known. I'm going to win! Yes! Win! <laughs> My time has finally come. None will look down upon me ever again. Diodatus Derringer, currently ranting to no one at all, is at the end stage of his plan to wed Celia and is celebrating a bit too early. She'll be mine, 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 mine. Like a pretty little bird in my cage. Yes. Here will do. This will be the perfect spot to find my diamond. What will I do when I'm the richest man in town with the most beautiful bride on my shoulder? Perhaps I'll buy the mine and foreclose the whole thing. <laughs> That'll show those apes. Once again, another fantastic plan from Dio and Daddy's Derringer. Where are you, Diamond? Come on out! In his mind, this process had gone a lot quicker. This is uh, becoming a bit tiring. But no matter, I have all the strength I need for my dear Celia. And then five minutes passed. suited to mining. <sighs> oh God, if I, if I can't get this diamond, Celia will never love me. I'll never be able to exact my revenge on this putrid mine in this putrid village. No, what am I going to do? I can't let it end like this, I, I can't. With the last of his pathetic strength, Diodatus mustered a mighty blow against the rock wall. Wait, wait, is that, is that a... Yes, it is, you fool. A diamond! Yes! Come here, you! I did it. I, Diodatus Derringer, will marry Celia with this here diamond and become the richest man in all of Pompeii! <laughs> I'm sure that's unrelated to what I just did. Anyway, to Celia I go. Ugh. Like that breakfast table fish I had made. Been a mistake. No matter. Once again, to Celia I go. Diodatus knew none of the mistake he had just made, despite how obvious it was, and blissfully and semi painfully skipped to the entrance of the mine. Hey, Diodatus, how'd your alone time go? Quiet, sir. Okay. Unfortunately for the town of Pompeii, one freak's mistakes would soon catch up with all of them.
Diodatus began his descent from the mine as the volcano rumbled. He stumped for a moment and wondered if it was the volcano or his stomach, but concluded it was the latter. <laughs> Tradulous, you! Hey, Diodatus, sorry for bumping into you there. Wow, that's quite a large diamond. Did you get it from the foreclosed part of the mine? You know we're not supposed to- No one will stop me from marrying Celia. No one! Diodatus kneeled down to wipe the blood off of his diamond on Chadulus's tunic as his foe's body convulsed. He leaned down to Chadulus's ear. And I did get the invitation to your birthday party. I just ignored it. Diodatus then continued to skip to his destination, as if he hadn't just murdered someone. Unfortunately, Chadulus wouldn't be the only one he encountered on the way. Hey, Diodatus. What's all that rumbling that's been coming from the mine? Is everything all right? We should probably tell some- I have to teach you this again, you old fool! It seemed like nothing could stop Diodanus on his now bloody quest for love. Nothing but himself. Ugh. Not now, stomach. I must make it to Celia! Her and her gargantuan feet! will be mine! Eventually, Diodatus made his way to the Pompeii brothel, where Celia worked the front desk. <laughs> Celia, come quick, I, I have something I must must show you. Diodatus, I'm at work right now, and I really don't appreciate you. No, t t trust me, you have to see what I- Diodatus, please just go. I will call security if I have to. Oh, screw it, just look here! For one perfect moment, his plan was complete. Is... Is that real? Y yes. Will, uh, will you marry me now, please? Celia thought for a moment. Was being rich worth being married to this psychopath? But then she realized something. The diamond would have her sent up for life, and Diodatus had a max of four to five years before being inadvertently killed for one reason or another. Oh my, Diodatus! Of all my years of working here, I've never seen a diamond as big as yours. You know... Maybe I misjudged you. I get out of work at eight. Do you maybe wanna... <laughs> Hold that thought, Celia, my dear. I'll be right back, I, I swear. I just need to... Uh, get this appraised really quickly. Theodatus then very obviously waddled to the bathroom. Then the eruption began. Not that Diodatus took any notice, however. Ha <laughs> ha! My plan worked perfectly. Finally, the sweet Celia will finally be mine, as will her gargantuan feet. Oh, I knew the gods would be on my side today. God, people are so insensitive. I know it stinks in here, but it can't be that bad. Oh, well, usually I would go out there and scream at them, but today I don't think there's a single thing in the world that could ruin my mood. There was one thing that could ruin Diodatus' mood, however. That being agonizing death via a volcanic eruption.
And thus marked the end of one Diodatus Derringer. If you go into any museum today, you might see a skeleton hunched over in concentration, with great minds speculating on what he possibly could be hunched over considering. Now you know what he may be considering. The Derringers was written by Scott Crumpler and Henry Clapper and directed by Scott Crumpler. Featured were Patrick Foley as Diodatus Derringer, Chloe Bassett as Celia, Jonathan Smith as Chagulus, Sidney Wynn as the old man, Scott Crumpler as the narrator, and Gabby Paleo and Chloe Bassett as additional voices. Golden Dream. Written, produced, directed by Osun North and Will French. Welcome to Shop Columbia. Nice to see you came to the opening. I wonder if they have my size. Thank God everything here is affordable. Oh! Oh, what in the world is that? Are you going to buy something or not? Right, I I'm getting something. But what is that? Is that section some sort of portal? <laughs> what breeze? Yes, the AC is on. What is this? I just found some sort of doorway to another dimension. Is this real? What if I never come back? No way. No, I am not dying in this movie. Tony, be careful! Look at how you are jumping to conclusions! Is this what you mean every time you say time flies? What do you mean? I have to get back to work. What is this place? It's supposed to be a, a gallery. But each item here is glowing and it feels like it's a door. Joyce, it feels like it wants me to touch it. But what if, what if each artist piece represents a different universe? I was under the impression that this was a gallery and consignment shop. How in the world... So I was right about time travel after all, and I'm not insane. But this is crazy. My theory and suggestion that time travel, sonar technology, and the organ of Lorenzini, it's true. Be careful. Uh, don't go and get lost. The timeline is very unstable, and things could go south very easily. How many times have you traveled through time? I lost count, to be honest, but I was going to tell you and the others. So this entire time you knew that something like this was real? All those times you heard me talking about sci-fi and NASA. I was going to tell you. It's almost like you were keeping this big secret from the rest of us. Imagine. Where's my calendar? Okay, this is when I learned that this was a time portal. One day I touched this postcard and it shocked me. What postcard? Duh, this one. Then I was like, why did it shock me? Then a few days later, I picked up one of the hoodies from the sales section and everything changed. Come back and don't touch that card! Tony! Tony! After all my efforts, my plan has finally come into play. I have finally met a human foolish enough to tamper with the timeline. Enter the multitude of realities and reach the axiom of oh, truth. Tony? Wait, what song is this? 
It's Melody by Drake. As in mixtape, Drizzy? Yes! Dang, that's crazy. When did this drop? Wait, is this the future? No, Tony. We're not in the future, but things are different. You must keep this a secret. This is the single most amazing encounter of all time. You know we never really went to the moon, right? Like, there's no wind on the moon, yet every photo shows the flag blowing in the wind allegedly on the moon. Huh? Here you go again. Huh? I said this is the single most amazing encounter of all time. We never went to the moon. Wow, it's so bright outside. I wonder what's happening at the student center. Yo, Tony, where you find this fit? Flee, bro, flee. What do you mean, bro? We went to the mall the other day with gang. You had the hoodie with the Tupac graphic, remember? What mall, bro? You know we order clothes online now. On today's water is wet news. I know we order clothes online, but remember we went to Lincolnwood for this specific Nike? What's a Nike? Are you okay, G? Look, it's Ihioma doing homework over there by the windows. Father Lord. Hey, Hyoma, you ain't got no business looking this pretty out here. Please, you people should not disturb me. I have exam in two hours. Have you not studied enough? You want to cram the entire textbook in your head? Michael, are you mad? Tony, how are you, baby? Why do you look like you've seen a ghost? If I tell you people what just happened to me and Joyce... Joyce? That girl scares me. Jesus is Lord, it's a lie! Here you go again with your crazy stories, Tony. If I lie, let thunder strike me now. Go and see for yourself. I'm staying here. I need to pass my exam. I'm talking about a real-life time machine existing, and you're all talking about exam. Tony, okay, you show us now. Let's go. Guy, I'm not sure if the portal closes at a specific time or how it all works. We gotta be quick. Right there. There it is, Michael. That's the honey I touched, and then the next thing I knew, I was here. You have come again. She knows something. Tony and Michael leave the shop and continue to explore about the campus. Tony is fascinated with the differences and similarities between this multiverse and his world. Later on in the day, the duo find themselves enjoying a free concert. We're the babes. No, right? This place just dry. Hey, you know who you look like? Justin Fields. He plays for the Bears. Nah, wrong guy. Nah, we artists. We make music. Question of my heart. Baby, don't worry, I got plans for you. Yeah. Wow, you can sing? Forgive me, I didn't introduce myself earlier. My name is Liz. I work with Yeezy, and I do talent buying. We're looking for openers and special guests for our tour. Would you be interested in going on tour with Rihanna? Are you serious? Oh my god! Here's my business card. Don't hesitate to call me with any questions. We will need to sign a few documents stating you approve of the tour and the conditions of the agreement. This is a dream come true. I have so many questions. Could I get more information about how much time I get on stage and what cities I'll be performing? Also, is there some reciprocity involved or artist compensation? I take my freelance career very seriously. <laughs> I'm his manager. Does he get paid? Yes. We may discuss that further in the agreement. The starting rate for openers is $20,000 a show. 
Okay, we will be in contact for sure. Thank you, Liz. It is a pleasure meeting you. We're going to head back now. We'll be in touch. On God, I knew this day would come. On my kids. People just have to stay down, bro. That's what folks don't understand. You finally did it, bro. You just got signed. True that, bro. True that. Make we celebrate. Don't forget, though, you still have to go back to Shop Columbia. The portal! Wait, so in the world that you come from, you're an artist there, too? Yes, but it's different back home. Different as in... Different as in, like, I don't know how to explain, G. True, you have to make a decision. Man's got to go back eventually. Tony, Sky Crumpler. Michael, Simone Matisse. Joyce, Shelby Steele. Ihyoma, Ryan Miller. Recruiter, Will French. Supreme Leader, Sky Crumpler. Chatterbox Stories Audio Theater presents Dark Tides. Written and directed by Adrian Rubio and Ahmed Ali Abdurafir. That makes for 30 cap. We're just about ready now. Only a few more clicks to go. Splendid. Just splendid. The sooner we are, the sooner we can get ahead of those clouds and away from this place and its foul aroma. Aye, Captain, indeed. Mayhaps. Oh, just look at that. It's the fools again. If you'd only tossed the whelps overboard, the crew would have been finished. Are you even holding up your end, Humphrey? What? Of course I'm carrying the butter. You think I still want to be doing this? sooner we finish, the sooner I get to sneak in a catnap. You have help on your side, at least. <laughs> Not to worry. Compatriots, I can't handle more of the weight, even. Just let me try to get under the crate, and I'll carry it on my back. Wait, don't. Are you mad? Oh, dear. Pathetic. Can't you three get one thing right? Look at this mess. Know that this is coming out your pay. Come now, my good man. There's no need for hysterics. Surely you can see that this is not our fault, but the winds. Right, boys? Uh, aye. T'was the wind it was. Devilish, that wind. Right, Gilbert? The wind. Oh, yes. The wind. The wind. That dastardly wind. I'm sure you'll find on inspection it was the wind. Not human error. Nope, not us. Please don't talk my pay. Always an excuse for your incompetence to lot you. What sorts of sailors even are you? Can't even lift a few crates on your own without someone looking over your shoulders. Well, you see, sir. Look at yourselves. Even the ship's hound can do it. Look there, it's balancing two on its back right now. Who's a good boy? <laughs> no, I think perhaps a docking pay is too light a punishment. I think... That will be enough, George. Captain, please hear me. This is just a mistake. I didn't even mean... What my dear friend means to say is that it was the wind, my good lady. Besides, it was only one crate. We have lots of those. The next one to interrupt me is going to be fed to the rest of the crew as an example. I'll not mince my words. You three fools have cost me money this day. Money you're going to pay me back. Not in coin, but in service! Henceforth, you three will be working for me for the next, uh, let's say, five years. That should cover the cost of one crate, I should think. Now then, old George, 
I'm sure you can handle the rest of this, as it seems we have finished loading our cargo. I am going to the helm. It is time we set off. Men, let's set sail. Aye, 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 aye Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. Well, that certainly could have been worse. How? She's just made us her slaves for the next five years. Five years! Be grateful, you bilge rats. You caught a merciful side this day. In the old days, she would have strung you all up from the mainsail as an example. Alas, the old days are in the past. In any case, it seems I'm stuck with you. For now. That do hold ill. Seems you three got one thing right today. That wind is nothing less than the devil's breath. Aught but a bad omen. <laughs> you can't truly believe that. Aye, I do, and so to all you fools. The sea can be a harsh mistress. Almost as harsh as its master, Neptune himself. No offense, old-timer, but Neptune's not real. Just some old wives' tale to keep the kitties in line. It's rare for him, but when he's right, he's right. No Neptune. Right, Gilbert? Uh, yes. Um, yes, indeed. Quite unlikely, really. You three truly are lost. Uh, you not heard the stories of ships and their crews going missing to the sea, never to be seen again? This is no game, lads. That storm is a warning. We must give an offering of gold to appease him. <laughs> I'll give you an offering. <laughs> what have you done, you damned fool? Oh, relax, yo goat. Nothing's going to happen. The gods aren't real. The sea's not alive. Oh, no. I, I, I can't control her. We're at the mercy of the sea. Why does everything look so... They're saying we're cursed. From the looks of things, I'd say they're right. What's all that about being cursed? Calm yourself. I'm sure that there is a perfectly reasonable... reason for the sky to look like that. Maybe, uh... Neptune's teeth, enough! First mate, report. Just what is going on here? Why has the sky gone wrong and the seas to blood? Ah! <sighs> I know how we got here and how we might yet be returned. Only he may not like how. Spit it out, man! It be a curse of the highest orders, Captain! Tis known as Neptune's tears. It only comes to those... those who slight him. Why are you nodding your head at us when you say, Those who slight him? The only way out of this mess is to give him what he wants. We must give him those three idiots, or be trapped here forever! What? Why, that's monstrous! That's insane! That's... well... The words you're looking for are completely blooming mad! Couldn't have said it better myself. You're just a superstitious old goat. Silence! I loathe this, but they are right. What captain would let her crew eat themselves alive like this? This crew is a family! We cannot turn on each... <laughs> Ready to gangplank! Neptune hungers for his sacrifices! But we're crew, right? Uh, 
What happens in the cursed world stays in the cursed world. This is wrong, Captain. Brothers, brothers, listen. Surely you don't agree with this. I, I know we haven't always seen eye to eye on things, but surely you can see that if she is willing to do this to us, you are next on the chopping block. Look around you men! These three fools have angered Neptune himself! I suspect it is time we found a way off this tub, lads. Then go where? Heavy wise? There'd be nothing here but the ship! No choice. We steal a dinghy and paddle for our lives. There must be land somewhere else out there. As long as it's not here! All in favor of throwing these fools overboard! Say aye! Well, lads, seems you'll be able to repay that debt a little sooner than planned. I suppose the choice is made then. Run, lads! Uh, uh, out of the way, old man. New places to be, riches to plunder, women to bed. You know how it is. After the men! <laughs> Blast it all, we're surrounded. Uh, get off of me, let me go! <laughs> Don't you touch <laughs> You rats, die now! Finally, you're gonna get what's coming to you, Trey! Wait, where's Gilbert gone? Where's that slimy pilchard gone to now? Why is it gone quiet, Oliver? There'll be something behind me. I... All hands to battle stations! Men, ready the cannons! Aye, aye, Captain! Captain! We could still- Get a grip of your sense, man! That is a Kraken! We can't worry about some curse now! It'll take the whole damned ship down to the bloody murk if we don't push it back! Oh, God. Does that mean we have a stay of execution, Captain? Get to your posts before I change my mind! Thank you, thank you! Thank you, Captain! I just knew you'd see reason in the end! Drag! Get off me, you soggy small man! Oh, your wet and smell of pickled things! Yuck! Yeah. So sorry, Captain, but please forgive my short-sightedness. You were hiding in there, that pickle barrel, this whole time, like a coward. Better to be a living coward than a dead one. Get to your posts! Aye, 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 aye Captain. Captain! Oh, Neptune, here it comes! Almost, Captain! We just need a few more minutes to- We don't have a few minutes! Get it done! It's trying to wrap up the ship, Captain! Look! Blast! Axes out, lads! Cleave its filthy tendrils from my deck! Then <laughs> overboard! Then overboard! We have to- They're gone. Focus on the ship. It's got me. Someone help me. Dirty, squirming bastard. Let him go. <laughs> no. <laughs> it snapped him too. Tell my son. <laughs> if I'm to die here in this blighted place, I'll at least do it with honor. <laughs> I made a mistake. It hurts to help. Now this is our chance, men. While the beast is distracted, fire everything! Oh, come on! That holds ill. 
Seems you three got one thing right today. That wind is nothing less than that devil's breath. Are you three? Are you even listening to me? Why are you looking at me like that? Did you also lose your senses with that cargo you ruined? Blimey. Did Gilbert just say blimey? Gilbert? Where are you two? Oh, well. Oh, no, you don't. Are you done with your little hissy fit? Or do you want some more slaps? No? Then gather round now. Gilbert! Blimey. Mates, you're alive. How... how am I? Blimey! Would you full stop ignoring me already and... Don't scream. Just nod. Understood? Good. I'll speak it clear and once only. Those clouds bad. Understood? Good. Offer gold to Neptune to protect the ship from his wrath. Yes? Good. Now do it before I die of stupid. A gold coin to Neptune, you cheeky dog. May your wrath never fall. May your wrath never fall. Here, here. What? Ah, hopeless fools. Blimey. Dark Tides was written and directed by Audrey Rubio and Ahmed Ali Abdurafir, featuring Chloe Bassett as the captain, Patrick Foley as Benji, Scott Schroka as Humphrey, Sky Crumpler as Old George, Eric Hinkle, Jonathan Smith, Katie Roberts, Ahmed Ali Abdurafir, Mark Gutierrez, and Miguel Pavon as the crew. Some sound effects were obtained from Zapsplot.com. Dark Tides was produced by Audrey Rubio from the Chatterbox Stories Audio Drama Theater and the Columbia College Spring 2022 Audio Drama Course. Chatterbox Stories presents Don't Forget the Mac and Cheese, written and directed by Cosme Cruz, Shani Rosen, and Ryan Miller. Is the mac and cheese done yet? No, girl, she just put it in the oven. Oh, it's been like... 45 minutes old. Michelle, you know Grandma does not play about her mac and cheese. It's a staple for this party. If she keeps playing, I'm for real gonna die of hunger. Like, I'm not hungry. I'm hungry. You better not let her catch you talking like that or else you're gonna be in the oven too. We only have two more hours before our family starts arriving and oh- Oh my God, Michelle, let me tell you what I did at work. What did you do this time? get caught watching MTV Cribs again during a client meeting? Anyways, I invited Keith Binkelberg, the, the senior, senior director. director. <laughs> Michelle, how do you know my boss? Well, Nikki, you remember that time you needed that emergency lace wigloo? That was so embarrassing, girl. They thought my scalp was lifting during that meeting. And we still didn't get that client. Nikki, yeah. I don't know why you had Miss Girl do that wig, but anyway, what's his name again? Oh yeah, that cute man, Keith. Answered the door and it was over with, sis. Keith is like 40 years old. Same two pairs of jeans a week. Can't see for the life of him. Freckled from head to toe. Dusty. No rhythm. Always wants to play some Led Zeppo or whatever they're called. And he wears black Air Force Ones. That's my man. Don't even try him. He's so cute and dorky, girl. Michelle, you are tripping if you think anyone except you think Keith is attractive. All I'm saying is, is if he's coming over and dancing or whatever, I'ma have to pull out the Fenty lip gloss. Well, he might not even show up. 
He didn't mention anything to me on Friday before I left, so... He better. It's fate. I'm manifesting the love of my life to show up at that door any second. Michelle, watch yourself. You're not Cinderella. He better not come over here because if he does, he's just going to embarrass me in front of everybody. What makes you say that he's embarrassing if he looks that good? Girl, all I'm going to say about Keith is that he's not the person you call to the barbecue. In fact, he's the absolute last person you should call. I'm not going to feed you anything. You just keep wasting daylight on that couch and help me move the food to the back. Okay, okay mama. Okay, mama. The mac and cheese is finally ready. You know you have to wait for everybody else to get their plate. You better not touch my good pan. Like anybody's going to notice one small bite missing, I'll cover it up with some more cheese. I am not getting in trouble for you. Yeah, we can blame it on Keith then. Mmm, this mac and cheese is so good. Now who's using the front door knowing dang on well I don't want to hear all that noise? Is it Keith? Keith? Hey, hey, Nicole. It's nice to see you outside of work for once. Keith, why on earth are you here? Well, you invited me, and I didn't want you to think that I didn't take my staff's feelings into consideration, and because I, I value each and every one of your and uh, for all of your hard work, and who, who would I be as your boss if I didn't if didn't take your invitation serious? I mean, it's not the. Oh my God, Keith! Hi, you look so great. My name's Michelle, and I will do my best to show you around. Thanks, Nicole. You can get lost now. Bye. Michelle, I think you're supposed to be in the kitchen, so make yourself useful and help Grandma. Don't keep me waiting, Keith. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, ew? Girl, didn't Grandma teach you any manners? Let the man in! I guess... I mean... Come on in, Mr. Binkelberg. Great, thanks! <clears throat> Grandma, we have company! Oh, hi, sweetie. And what's your name? Hello... Um, I, I brought my... What in the world is in that bowl? Well, it's nice to meet you. Oh, um, jeez. Some, some grip you've got there. You're, you're strong. Well, she was the 1972 Olympic arm wrestling first place winner. Oh, that's nice. I think my aunt won something like that. Oh, really? That's nice. Well, y'all gone and have fun. Listen, Keith, there are many unspoken rules to the Davis's barbecue that you won't find in no human resource binder. You'll see some of the things here that you won't in the real world, okay? Rule one, don't comment on Aunt Angela's mac and cheese. Clearly she's going through it because she knows grandma makes the best. Also, why she use that white cheese? What's it called? Months? It makes food taste bland. Rule two, be quiet and don't dance unless Michelle or I tell you it's okay. But you have to dance. You cannot be a wallflower here. I'm warning you now, my family will disown me if you embarrass me. Please, Keith, do you want me to live with you? I mean, uh, no, I, ew. Wow, Nicole, if only you could put this much energy into our staff Zoom meeting. 
Um, anyways, the last rule is do not mess with Uncle Roger. Do not look, speak, or even breathe by him unless he invites you. So I need you to be on top of your A-game and not mess this up or so help me, I swear to God, you won't hear from me ever again. You got that, boss? Girl, don't scare him. And where did that thunder come from? Golly. I'll follow your orders to the bone then, Nicole. <sighs> okay, are we ready? Nicole, why is everyone staring at me? Keith, you're making a scene. Try breathing, you're practically turning blue. Gosh, Nicole, I mean, don't you think I'm, I'm, I'm trying here? It feels like I'm going to pass out at any moment, and the worst of all is I didn't bring my inhaler. Don't mind him, y'all. He's just lost. He's just taking a stroll around the block. Don't mind him. Here, take a sip from this, and Michelle, can you fix him a plate, please? Anything from my man. So, what does a plate usually have? I should probably mention that I've never been to a barbecue before, so I wouldn't know what to expect for a plate. Keith, literally anybody could have guessed you've never been to a barbecue before. But that's fine. A plate usually consists of ribs, hot dogs, burgers, potato salad. And don't forget the mac and cheese. This is my song. Let's go. You can eat with Michelle later. Uh, okay. So, Keith, have you heard of this song? Just move your feet like this. It's called Stepping. Follow my lead. Keith, absolutely not. What? <laughs> you... You said to move my feet like this. How is this not right? Why are you trying to steal my alone time with my man? You're not even showing him how to do it right. Here, this is how you really do it. Keith, pay attention. Michelle, who is this man? And why is he dancing on my dance floor? Whoa, calm down, Dad. This is Keith, Nicole's boss from work, and we're just having a good time, that's all. Dad! How can you dance with those sorry excuses he calls dance moves? Don't even bother with this one, Michelle, seriously. I, Roger Davis, challenge you to the greatest dance battle the Davises have ever known. If I win, you have to get me Giordano's Pizza, front row tickets to the Bulls game, and leave my daughter alone. If you win, but you won't. This house and everything in it becomes yours. This is my mama's house and I'm putting it on the line. Um, boy, what's wrong with you? Nicole, what should I do? Just remember your training. Nothing more and nothing less. Good luck, I guess. You're gonna need it. Why can't we ever just have a normal family event? This is so embarrassing. I just wanted to hang out with my soon-to-be boyfriend. And Dad, you're so annoying. 
You'll understand one day, baby girl. This is a rite of passage for our family, and I'm doing this for you. Cue the music. I'm gonna go first, since this is my turn. Your turn, Keith. Don't embarrass yourself. Nicole showed me this move right here. Okay, Keith, I see you. I told you my man could dance. He's college educated. Nikki's right. You got moves, buddy. Couldn't have done it without my sisters. Yeah, no. It's enough for me. Babe, don't push it. This has been Don't Forget the Mac and Cheese. Written and directed by Ryan Miller, Shani Rosen, and Cosme Cruz. Cast as appeared in order. Sydney Wynn as Michelle. Nia Carter as Nicole. Gabby Paleo as Grandma, Eric Hinkle as Keith, and Jacob Cabrera as Uncle Roger. Thank you. Chatterbox Stories in association with Smash now present Concert of Kindness. Look, I didn't say the stupid thing. It was an accident. Tell that to Amanda's face that's bleeding all over her pretty white Skittle shirt. It's not a big deal. The shirt is old anyways. Oh, it is a big deal. Buck almost killed us because he's paying more attention to his stupid phone than the road. Dude, I said I was sorry. Can we just get some gas and get back on the road? At this point, we'll be lucky if we catch any of the opening band. Yeah? And whose fault is that, Buckethead? Peter, Buck, come on. You both just need to let this go if we have any hope enjoying the rest of the day. Plus, keep in mind, we are gonna meet Skittles. I, for one, cannot wait to taste that rainbow. And what do you think Connie would have to say about that? Screw her! She built on us, and I am free to do whatever I want. Yeah, that really isn't how relationships are supposed to work, Bo. In fact, according to this book, I've been- Shut it, Peter. The last thing I need is a lecture from you. Now come inside with me and stand guard so no one tries to break into the bathroom while I'm in there. You have one hell of an overactive imagination, girl. Try not to run over any cats while we're in there. Dude, I said I was sorry. I didn't say the thing. It wasn't my fault. Actually, dude, it was 100% your fault. I said enough. Bo, Peter, go do what you have to do, and Buck, Get out and fill up this piece of junk so we can be ready to roll in five. Whatever, Whatever, Mom. Stop calling me that. Thanks to our little detour, we can forget about the food trucks. Why don't you go in and grab some of their famous jerky? Come on, babe. You know I'm vegan. (laughs) If you say so. That took a while. The hell did you eat? You don't want to know. Ooh, Twinkies. Finally, something other than Amanda's healthy vegan snacks. Ugh. Yoink. Bo, stop stealing, you little klepto. Whatever. Connie was supposed to give me the 20 she borrowed, and now that she bailed, I'm broke. Plus, what is it to you? Whatever happened to morals and values? Car's full. Y'all ready to bounce? Yeah, let me just pay for these, and I'm ready to go, Amanda. Cool. I'm going to hit the bathroom, and I'll meet you out there. Bo, what did I tell you? Put the candy back. Aw, come on, Scoutmaster. Live a little. Aw, it's Wayne. Yo, what's up, bro? Hey, man. Uh, Yo, you ready for this? Thought I told you to meet me outside. Uh, yeah, my stomach isn't too happy with me. I'll be out in a minute. Let's go already. Uh, okay, so... 
Sorry, man. Buck's in raw form today. What were you saying? I'm actually not going to be able to make it. What? You're the one with the passes. What did I do? They called me in. It's not like you don't have tickets. Uh, not cool, Wayne. Dude, I gotta work. What? I know that look. What did Wayne do now? Apparently, he can't go all of a sudden. You've got to be kidding me. Let's go already. What's the problem? Apparently, Wayne bailed. So much for tasting the rainbow. Oh my god, you have got to be kidding me. Screw Wayne, come on, get in, let's go. Dude, you realize that he's the one with the passes, right, Hoss? Well, things certainly can't get much worse. <sighs> you just had to say something, didn't you? All good, she just needs a minute to warm up. Whatever, let's just get back on the road. Yeah, let's. <sighs> this is quickly turning into a nightmare. Ugh. Paying $25 for pre-parking. How'd that work out, Buck? Well, how was I supposed to know it would double the day of the show? Well, at least we parked as far away as possible, so it should be easier to get out of here later. At least we'll get in, just in time to miss their entire set. Oh, sure, now it's my fault that this line is so long, too. As if the two of you are so perfect. I feel pretty perfect. Don't you, Peter? Actually, Bo, now that you mention it, I feel great. This day's been nothing short of blissful. If there's one thing I love, it's buying expensive concert tickets and missing half the show. Will you two just shut it already? Not like either of you offered to drive. Next. Plus, we're here now, so let it go. Buck, you have my Vax card, so you should go ahead of me. Why are you always defending him? Next. You were the one that wanted to see Smash, and now their set's probably half over. Next ticket ID and vaccination card, please. Are you serious? Next. No one told me I would need to show my Vax card. Come on, Bo. How long have we been dealing with this now? You should know better. Next. Don't you have a picture of it? Well, this is just great. <laughs> and I'm the idiot. Shut, Shut up, up, Buck. Next. I'll go in and see if there's a place I could sneak you in. Stay here. Next. Good luck with that, Peter. We'll be in our seats. Come on, Amanda. Let's go. Next. This sucks. Is there a problem over here? Yes, ma'am. Who the hell are you? My name is Miss Fur, but you can call me Lucy. I'm the promoter of this concert. Oh, sorry, ma'am. Please excuse my friend. She's upset because she didn't bring her vax card and can't get in. Are you vaccinated, young lady? Of course I am. I'm not one of those idiots that believe the whole thing is a hoax, if that's what you mean. And you have a ticket? Duh. Wow, you're a spunky little thing. I like that. You can let her in, son. Yes, ma'am, Miss Fur. Just don't forget to stamp her hand. Of course not, ma'am. Thanks a lot for doing this, Miss, um, Fur. We really appreciate it. Come on, Bo. Thank you so much. How can I ever repay you? Wow, quite a shift in mood there, young lady. You seemed pretty pissed a minute ago. Did I? I'm just so stoked to be here. Come on, Peter. Let's go to our seats. Thanks again, Lucy. I'm so glad you got in. I love you guys. Why are you both so happy? The band just ended. Where the hell is Amanda? We are so lucky to have caught the last few seconds of that song. Absolutely. I don't understand. We just missed their whole set. Something weird is going on. In fact, everyone is far too happy and nice right now. Did you hear the lyrics to Drown Yourself? They actually changed all the words to something about buying flowers. What the hell is going on? I'm going to go get drinks. Come on, I'm buying. Wait, what? 
Wait up, Bo. I'll help carry Do they them. eat something I'm unaware of? Everyone sit tight, hug your neighbor, and get ready, because Skittles is coming up in just a minute. Something's very wrong. Everybody's way too happy for a Skittles show. Funny you should say that. Who the hell are you? Where did you get that corn dog? You can call me... Scientist. I'm the reason people are so happy. Which begs the question why you two aren't. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, creepy dude, explain yourself. I will, but I need you both to come with me. I'll explain on the way. The fact that you both seem immune to the drug makes me question why. Drug? It's a long story. You see, Lucy wants to make angry super soldiers, and by now she's probably figured out something is very seriously wrong. Figured out what, scientists? That you betrayed me? Seize them. Hang on, guards. Bring them backstage and lock them up. You won't get away with this, scientist. Oh, but I already... So, let me get this right, scientist. You were tasked with making a drug that could be administered through the ink of a hand stamp. This drug was supposed to make everybody super aggressive, but then, after the test run, you decided to reverse the formula so you could make everyone happy and loving instead. Does that sound about right? That is an extremely simplified version, Peter. But for the sake of argument, yes, that's basically what happened. And what was the reason for all this to begin with? Good question, Amanda. What I can't figure out is how you two are immune to the drug. Beats me, man. Want some jerky? Where did you get that? I brought it with me. Why? Give me that bag! Dude, what the hell, bro? We had a very strict no outside food and beverage policy. How did you get this in? The drug is very unpredictable as to how it will react to certain substances. This must be why you two are immune. Yeah, nice theory, but Amanda's vegan, so that can't be it. Actually... I may have grabbed a bag at the gas station. Truth is, I love jerky. I stopped eating it for a long time, but when I saw it, I decided to grab a bag on the DL. <laughs> this day just keeps getting weirder. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to throw open the door like that. Skittles? Oh my god. Uh, what are you doing here? What an odd question to ask, man, when you were the ones inside my green room. Well, you see, young man, we uh... Oh, thank God you're here. We gotta go now. Wayne? You're the mascot? What the heck? There's no time. Let's move. Yo, you're ready for you, G. What? Thanks, dog. Have, have a great set, bro. Come on, you three, let's go. Where the hell do you think you're going with them, Wayne? You little traitor. It's over, Lucy. Let these kids go and I'll come with you. You're damn right you will. Grab them, boys. The army is paying me a lot of money to produce a drug that makes people aggressive and ready to obey. You guys hungry? Like these two guards here. Hey, this Lucy fur don't seem so nice after all. Yeah, why are we taking orders from this chick? Let's and get And you em. will make it for me if it's the last thing you do. What the hell is wrong with you two? Unhand me! This is the end of the line, Lucy, and after I put this stamp on you, you will be more than happy to be dragged off to jail and pay for your attempted evil plan. Are you out of your mind, scientist? Unhand me. I'm gonna kiss you, you big cutie. I mean, just look I got at this. You, you kids enjoy the show. Amanda, Peter, follow me. I'll take you up to watch this show from the side stage. Guess you came through after all, Wayne. Yeah, way to go, Wayne. Now, let's see the super happy Skittles set. It's gonna be a trip. <laughs> you can say that again, Amanda. What a day. I'm Skittles and you're not. I'm terribly sorry about that. Let's do this. Make some noise. 
Yo, I got a puppy right here, let's pet it If you have a trouble, need help, don't sweat it I'm here for you every day to help you out in any way Here's the money that I owe you, I owe you. Now I got something cool to show you Let's go get a scoop of ice cream, don't need money Cause I'm buying Concert of Kindness by Smash Was written, directed, and produced by Scott Soroka Along with Mark Gutierrez Special thanks to George Zarr and everyone at Chatterbox Stories The cast in order of appearance was Scott Oz as Peter Pants Guard 1 and 2, Patrick Foley as Buck Naked, Chloe Bassett as Amanda Lorian, Katie Roberts as Bo and Her, Mark Gutierrez as the employee and band member, Gabby Paleo as Lucy Fur, Eric Hinkle as Scientist, Ahmad Ali Abdur Rafir as Wayne Kerr, and Scott Crumpler as Skittles and Announcer. All the background music by opening band Smash was provided by the band Inebrium, while all beats were provided by Joseph Murray, including Skittle's rap, which was written and performed by Scott Oz. There were no animals harmed in the making of this piece, and it is indeed a vegan-friendly production, despite all the jerky references. On behalf of Chatterbox Stories, Concert of Kindness, and all humanity, thank you kindly, and best of luck with the rest of your life.